Welcome to Don't Wait to Write with Amber Petty. Today, we're learning a little something. A question I get a lot is, do I need to be on Twitter to be a writer? And the answer is, no, no, you don't. Oh my God, you don't have to do it. People ask about Twitter specifically because editors are active on Twitter the most. Editors will call out for pitches. They will sometimes talk about writery things. They're just most active on Twitter. But you still don't need an account to be a writer. You don't need to be active there. It doesn't matter. I have a Twitter account, but I haven't used it for years, and it makes no difference at all. It made no difference in my writing life or anything. And the good news is there are resources that find and compile all of those posts on Twitter so that you can read them in an email instead of having to go through Twitter and spend your day there. So one of those resources is Study Hall. Uh, you can subscribe if you search Study Hall, you'll find that. Also, there is Sonia Weiser's newsletter, Opportunities of the Week. I am not associated with either of these, but I wholeheartedly recommend them, especially Sonia's newsletter, because it's $4 a month and you don't have to touch Twitter and you get tons of pitch callouts. So that's one way where you don't have to have Twitter at all. Also, people wonder, well, if an editor asks for a DM for a pitch or something, well, then what do I do? Well, sure. In that case, having a Twitter account would be helpful. Still, you could probably just skip that call out and go to the many others. Or if you have an account that's not active at all, they aren't going to think that's weird. So they're not going to, if you send your DM, they're not going to judge you based on your followers at all. I would maybe put a picture or something that makes you look like not a Russian bot. But other than that, they're not going to judge you on that. They don't care. So that way you could have a Twitter account and use it when you need it, but use it very little. You, you don't have to post. <laughs> And so I really can't stress enough how much you don't need Twitter. And really, to be a freelance writer, you don't need social media at all. I'm of the opinion that the days of giving jobs or big book deals or things like that to people with a billion followers is kind of fading away. People are realizing that just because you have a lot of followers doesn't mean you have a strong following necessarily, and, that, and those numbers don't correlate to sales or subscriptions or even clicks a lot of the time. Now, that's not to say there's no value in a following. I'm going to talk a little bit at the end of when it's important. But as a freelancer, it just it doesn't matter. You can still make relationships with editors through pitching them and working with them and emailing them. That's more likely going to be where they're spending their time anyway than just a one-off Twitter comment or definitely a DM anywhere on social media. For the most part, they are not going to be interested in that at all. And having a bunch of followers just doesn't necessarily mean you're going to get more bylines because for the most part, 
editors don't care. They don't look, they don't ask for your social media profiles. I was never asked. I'm really trying to think in terms of pitching some jobs I applied to would ask about social media followings, but in terms of uh, anything I pitched or freelance work, never, never even inquired. They did not care. So it's certainly not something that's going to hold you back from getting jobs. And as a freelancer, you don't even really need to promote yourself that much on social media, especially nowadays. Yeah, I do think it's good to publicly say that you're a writer and share your work from time to time. I think that's good for people to know and you never know who might see that and want something from you in a good way. But in terms of that being a major piece of a writing life, uh, I just have not seen it to really be that effective or make that much of a difference at all. So if you like social media already, then keep using it. Use it how it's fun to you. Do share your work from time to time. Uh, do let people know that you're writing and interact maybe with people you like, with writers or editors or people like that. Something where it feels natural and doesn't feel like, hey, I'm trying to sneak in here so that you will publish me. You know, anything that kind of comes across like that is going to be felt immediately and not super successful anyway. So basically, this whole thing I'm saying, if you want permission to fuck off from social media forever, well, I give that to you. Now, I don't want to give a completely lopsided look at this. There are times where your audience makes a difference. So for, for, again, for freelance articles, not very much, not very often. It's much more based on your previous work, your bylines, and your pitch itself, the idea that you're actually sharing. But if you're wanting to grow something on your own, so if you wanted to write a nonfiction book, or if you want a newsletter so you kind of have the freedom of writing whatever you like, or that kind of stuff, more of the longer projects, even a podcast, if you want to have, then you do have to grow your audience. And especially when it comes to nonfiction publishing, your platform is important. There are some people that will just say, hey, you don't have a big enough following. I have a friend who uh, does have a book deal, but all the publishers, except the one that is smart, even though he's on a TV show and has acted for years, they were like, no, you're just not famous enough, regardless of the quality of his book. But one place was smart enough, and he is getting published anyway. And you'll always hear stories of people that aren't on TV or don't have any huge platform, huge background, anything like that, uh, that do get nonfiction book deals. It does happen. But I'm just letting you know the place where you're going to hear the most about audience is in especially nonfiction book publishing. So some attempt to grow your audience will be super helpful there. Like I said, that doesn't mean you can't write anything until you have a certain amount of followers. It just means agents and things will be asking about that. So if you can start to grow your audience as you're writing the book, it's only going to help you long term. So if you're planning on writing a book, does that mean you should just ignore all the shit I said about social media? No, 
Not at all. Because social media is not the only way to grow an audience. You can start a newsletter, you can have a podcast, you can have a YouTube channel. There's a number of things that can do it. Even as you pitch articles, as you pitch and get published, then those places you work for become a little bit a part of your audience. They just help you grow. They get more eyes on it. It's something you can brag about (laughs) as you're reaching out to publishers and agents. All of that helps. So the good news is social media does not have to be the answer. And you can happily, definitely never go on Twitter if you don't want to. The other side is you will, if you want to do any work of your own or a larger piece of work, like a book or a screenplay or build an audience so that you have an audience to sell your work to, then you do have to get used to the idea of marketing yourself. Now, I know that sounds probably just as bad as being on social media, but marketing yourself doesn't have to be gross and awful. And I'm actually going to talk more about that next week, about the realities of marketing yourself as a writer and how it can be, at the very least, not an absolute nightmare. Okay, that's it for today. Uh, Next week, yes, I'll be talking about marketing just a little bit. And until then, I can't wait to see what you write.